Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it. Welcome to the Marketing Money Podcast as we get flowing this morning, our first edition for 2023. Is it? It's going to be, yeah, it is. Yeah, we've we've taken a long time off. Yeah. We might have done one before, but I don't think we've done a Happy New Year yet. Yeah. Uh, today's topic is cornucopia. We're just going to talk about a lot of stuff. What, what, is that what it is in... in um is that the the topic on um, Jeopardy? Like when it's just anything? Is that what it's called? Did they say cornucopia? I don't know. It's like it's something like that. Roundabout cornucopia. I mean, it, while it you talk, be. I'm going to Google this. I think it, it like when there's just um, smorgasbord, anything goes. So anyway, as the year starts off, you've got your fresh budget and not so fresh ideas for all the bank marketers out there. Is that what you're hearing these days? Are you hearing fresh ideas from the people? I. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, you know, really right now, the Q4 and Q1, and I say them that way, even though Q1 technically comes to Q1, Q4 of the previous year and Q1 are our busiest time. So right now, you know, Q4 is about annual planning and Q1 is about implementing that plan. So, you know, for us, for all the clients, you know, it's it's drinking from a fire hose. It's, you know, um, some new clients that are onboarding, you know, because the, the cycle is generally getting new agency towards the end of the year. And we put it with that Let's start in January, you know? So, I mean, in that sense, no, um, not really new ideas. I mean, but, you know, me, I've been a, a detractor, a, a lambaster. A, a degenerate. A degenerate. I've denigrated um, new ideas. You know, this, I think as an industry, and I think all industries have this, this trend that, that want to run to the trend. And I think we absolutely should. I mean, I think there's a balance of, I think you should be abreast of um, what's coming up, the new ideas and all of that. But I do see banking as being almost toxically enamored with trying to build strategies around what's coming and building them poorly and maybe even too early. I've talked about decision-making, I think, on this before, and it bears repeating. It's worked out this formula. You know, there's, there's when you're making a decision to, to do something, anything, there, there are three, three levels or three outcomes or whatever. You could be early. You can be right on time or you can be late. And if you're early, you, it's going to cost you a little more money, but there's a potential to gain more or there's more potential to gain, right? The, you know, Uber has more market share, I think, still than Lyft, even though they've had some, you know, because they were first. They were the first. Uh, then, then right on time, well, let's say late. Late is it's going to cost you less. Others have innovated. Maybe you Curb. Can, that's the cab company that tried yeah. to get in on the same type of technology. Yeah, you could maybe license some of the other people's technology, but, but you're going to make less money. There's less opportunity left. And then, of course, right on time is the perfect balance of both, like the exact right investment. And you get there, you take the mistakes out yeah. and you're getting it at you know, uh, best practice. Right? I don't know, probably a, a, probably a small example, but I mean, I, I think of the age group that listens to the podcast and us. I mean, we remember Nintendo, the original NES coming out. Well, there were like uh, there was Atari, there was Sega, like the Sega Classic or whatever Sega. Master System before. 
And then Nintendo came out and just cleaned everybody's clock. They came out at like the right time. Better games. Owned, owned, owned it forever. And that was their thing. Then Sega Genesis came out with a 16-bit system. Then they're like, eh, we'll do Super Nintendo a year, year and a half later. And then they went gangbusters. Here's the thing. Except for in very rare occasions, if you find out you're never going to be right on time, then you decide whether you you can begin to decide to be early or late. And I think banks are deciding to be too early. We too to, early? Too early on what? To, to begin to investigate. So so it's and I hate to pick on this, but I, I talked to the I've talked about Please this. Let's talk about ITMs. No. Okay. <laughs> early to investigate, maybe later to adopt. So, you know, it's kind of the, the thing of the ITM is we were hearing about ITMs 10 years ago and everybody was talking about them, but they're just now widely getting well, implemented. They're I have a, a very questionable opinion, yeah. if that's it, of ITMs. Well, 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 let me say this. So we went to a conference recently. I'm going to let you finish. And the entire subject matter was digital. Yep. And hear me loud and clear, yes, digital marketing is important. Absolutely. But isn't that just saying like TV yeah, or saying uh, it, like mail? Like there's so much digital is like, but 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 that that's the problem is it's so many different things. There's a that and there's a group of people. It's kind of like KPIs. Like there has been this sense created of like there are these magical formulas. Like if you just say the words in the right don't exist, right? You know, uh, order and hold your hands in the right way. Magic will happen. A, a key performance indicator. We we've gotten RFPs that said identify how you create KPIs, and I'm bewildered every time. I mean, I, it's almost like do I not understand? Because a key performance indicator. Okay, we're making a checking a, percentage of lift year over year. Yeah, we're making a checking campaign. I, I don't know. How what do else you to determine say. the the key performance indicators of that? Like I would say maybe checking accounts applied for, checking accounts opened. There is no like, does it just come naturally for me and it doesn't for others? Like, does Michael Jordan wonder like, why am I so good at basketball? And everybody's like trying real hard at basketball, which he's good because he did try hard at practice. Anyway, so, so there's like this this mystical thing put around digital and then it's too general of a category. And no. then it, And then we separate it from other media. But it is media. And, and it's part of your media mix. Regardless, what I'm getting to, what I think it represented was there's a thing I don't understand that I need to go run to. And and the fact that 100% of the topics were digital and the topics are created by attendee feedback. So attendees were by and large screaming, we need digital, okay? What that let is, is this, early, this overwhelming need for something new, what they view as new. And what I and what I observed is, and I'm sorry to, to to say this, bank ads are not the best ads. What in America generally? I disagree. Uh, They're the worst ads in America okay. generally. And my point is, you've got a hundred percent of people in attendance trying to learn tactics and techniques around a very specific genre exclusive of but other media. everybody mediums. wants to do the neat. Everyone wants to throw the cool pass. They don't want to block and tackle. Right. Everyone wants to do the cool stuff. But the fact that no one wanted to know how to write better ads or create but better ads. But that would ads, be hard, Josh. That's hard to do. That all take, of it's hard. That takes talent. Yeah. But here's the thing. Oh, it does. And I found recently some compare and contrast because, you know. can we just use chat GPT for that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'll make a cogent thought. It'll be better than 80% of the bank marketing ads out there. 
or it may be 80% of the ads out there. But this overwhelming desire that in my role, I have to understand digital. And yes, you do. Right? Yes, you do. But what is there to understand? That's what I'm trying to figure that's out. That's what I. Th- that that's the thing is like there's cert- certifications and things like that. But at the end of it, it there is a, a level of it that's experiential. I go back to the Michael Jordan example. He could write a book on how to play basketball, and you could read it, and you're not going to play basketball like Michael Jordan, even nearly if you don't practice as much as he did. There, there. The, we're talking about practice. We're also talking about talent, and we're talking about talent. But I do go back to you could. Let's say in a theoretical world, you could figure out the ta- like the formula, right? Um, if I put thirty percent of my media dollars into digital, and I but what is putting it into digital? I right. think we have to define that. I'm just, let me make this point, and then we'll, we'll explore that. Is that, that I've got all of my sliders and knobs and all that tuned to the right frequencies, and then I put a I really want to cuss here. Let's just say a terrible ad on that digital. Yeah. Well, that's worse because you just exposed a worse brand message to a larger audience. Nothing kills a good, a a bad product like good advertising and a good product like bad advertising. And my point is we jump to the new, what we view as new and shiny. And like you said, we don't want to do the blocking and tackling. And yes, it is difficult. And while I do think a lot of people who have met me and maybe that hear this podcast think I am full of ego and pretend pretense and all be, of this. It would be correct. Yes, that's correct. But I don't look down my nose. I, I actually have thought like, well, no, I mean, I'm no, I'm really no better of a, as a writer than anybody else or an ad creator. Eh, I would argue against that. Yeah, I'm finding that in, in we just celebrate our 15th anniversary, like, oh, no, I mean, it's kind of like imposter syndrome or what everybody says. Like, I can't be that good at it. No. And I look back and I'm like, oh, damn, I am pretty, pretty good at this. Or I'm, But the point is, is to me, if you did a pie chart when it's all one color on one topic and that's the end, the placement, the whatever is end results and you, and you either don't know how to, it's not even knowing how to make a great ad and being your own copywriter, but do you even know how to critique an ad from somebody else? You know, like, do you know the fundamentals? Well, obviously people aren't really critiquing them too well if they're out there critiquing. I, I think there's too much risk aversion. I think everyone wants to stay safe and write the same ads show the same thing with the same name, the same product. And, and the the small nuance difference in banks, I think banks overplay that they think that's like a huge differentiator and it's not. But it's the only differentiator. It's the only one they have, but it's, but it's not one. Yeah. In Outlook New Year in our cornucopia cast today, I, I'm, I'm, I try to give some type of takeaway advice. I'd say one is look at your budget and if you're if you're still – doing the same things over and over again, like maybe make a challenge. We've gotten out, you know, we're a year and a half out of pandemic mode. I know we're not, we're never going to be over what it is, but my point is. I mean, COVID is is now just. It's a flu. A disease. Yeah. And it's going to be around. It's going to be around. And what I've read is that it's going to be more contagious, but less dangerous, if that makes sense. Well, I mean, that's what. That's, that's what, what happens. Be. That's what happens. You don't want to kill your host. But so that fast. you take what you learned over the past two and a half years and apply the good stuff and kill some. We we killed so many things in our. That might be a bad word to use when using a COVID comparison, but we stopped sunset. We sunsetted a lot of things <laughs> we were doing in 2019 that were like, well, we've always done it this way, or this is what we do, and this mm-hmm. is what we spend money on. And it's like, nah, you don't really have to do that anymore. Let's right. choose and. 
I think digital's one is moving away. I still think banks massively, massively underplay social media. The the ability to deliver a message to an audience at a li- at a less expense on the placement side, but probably a higher expense on the creative and messaging and ability to connect it side. Yeah, here's the deal. I'll say it point blank. And I'm sorry to all you you people out there that do this as a service. Buy social assurance. I, I don't hate to say that. I love to say that because Ben and that team are great. Buy social assurance as a platform. They're not even paying us for this. No, they're not. Ab- absolutely not. <laughs> it, it is just absolutely the best. But what I am sorry to say is to all the agencies out there that do paid social for people, buy social assurance and hire a social media manager. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, it is, that's when, the first when, thing I said. When we talk about efficiency, it's like, but I could pay, pay even if you think it's a part-time job. You get somebody doing, having their finger on the pulse. They're going to go to branches, take pictures, be at events, doing it because – for those who have heard this, like I have this leatherworking business that I try to do social for and like I'm excited you about. Have, you don't have time. I, we can barely I, get time to do this podcast. I can't make <laughs> the thing and do the thing as my hobby and have a – you can't – it's really, really hard and it's to, to, to make the thing do the thing. Hire somebody to do it. And then it's almost impossible for someone to be social for you. I, well, I told you when I taught last summer, and I'm back there, knock on wood, thank God they invited me back, but I'm doing my little resident sit-in at LSU Banking School for a week again this summer. And uh, a lot of the bankers would raise their hand and say, if you could do one thing for any bank, or if I could take home one thing and tell my boss, what do we need to do? I would say hire a social media manager, because mm-hmm. that's the easiest fix to what is, to me, the deepest reach and the biggest growing area. Now, the issue is here, most of your boards are not really on social media still to this day. Now, that's no. going to change. In the next 10 years, your board are, members are going to hop on there and, and they're going to be very social not, yeah. aware and social active. And they're going to be like, why are we behind the Cokes, the Pepsis, the the Bud, you know, the whatever? Why are we behind all these yeah. people when we're a brand too? And the brand product doesn't matter. It's about messaging and content. It's about connection. I mean, and connection. Yeah. I mean, it's just... Top of mind awareness. Oh, this this thing keeps popping up. But no, but you're the stuff I see is is either really corny and hokey and like goofy. Yeah. yeah. So so we do go back to super to, goofy to, to the T word. Talent. Talent. So and, and, and that's so so when I say go hire someone. Or they're, it's they're, goofy, or like it's community bank goofy. I hate to say that. Yeah. Or it's the one-off, like, well, we did a thing, and then that you don't do anything else. And it's like, we put up one thing a month on, and you're like, well, I'll, I mean, I'm telling my staff, put up six posts a day on different platforms and try to make them interesting. We had a, and we've said this before, I had a quota when, if you wonder why we've disappeared from social, if you're looking like, hey, why is Mavis H.C. not on social? They're not. We're, we're busy. <laughs> um, if you're a really awesome bank um, that has a great mission, we want to work with you. We have two two spots left on our dance card. That's one of the reasons we're not very promotional here. The reason I'm not on social is I don't I don't we don't have to be right now. Um, we're busy and we don't we don't need to add clients. So if you're wondering like, well, why uh, that that's why. But when we were act in active growth mode, we had a 15 post per day quota, and we had a team, uh, an agency. I think I've told this story that I super and respect, it drove business. Yeah, that I super respect. Like as a kid, like grew up respecting this agency, called me or sent an email and was like, "Hey, we want to come talk to you." I'm like, "Why do you want to come talk to me? Is this like about? You know, what is it? It's like you do the best social we've seen, and we want to learn how you do social." And I'm like, "Oh, a little tear peak." And um, <laughs> anyway, and they came over, and I was like, 
I was trying to think like, well, I don't know how I do social because I'm just doing it, right? You're so, like, I got a team. So how would I teach a class? And I was like, well, you're not going to like my answer. I have five people doing my social. Like, well, that's five Well, salaries. that's like Gary Vaynerchuk, who, no matter what your opinion, is the content master of himself on different platforms. He has like 20 people that are just yeah. for him yeah. and, and his when it his When stuff. he tried to make it feel like it was just him, he had seven on his staff. But I had a 15 post per day quota because the stuff's ephemeral. It goes away. But, but are you taking pictures? Are you putting drop quotes? Are you putting still shots? Or then are you coming back with a video? Are you doing a podcast? Are you doing a blog? Are you doing a vlog? Like there's so much you can do, but you have to have it. someone doing it. It doesn't organically happen. And if you don't plan it, it doesn't happen. I was sitting there with my staff. We had a, we had a, uh, sort of a cohort, I guess you would say, like an, an era of staff that wasn't getting it done. And I said, have y'all planned this? Have y'all written down what you're going to do? And they're like, no. I was like, how are you going to post it if you haven't at least planned what yeah, there, it doesn't just happen. There's not enough natural things happening. No. In sports, you can, you know, some things that have events, like you could say, okay, there's a there's NFL playoffs this weekend. There will be social media around plays and players and bench stuff or whatever. It but is a media. I mean, sports is a media. It's, it's a media event. But, but here's the thing. If you said, I'm just a community bank, I can't go hire somebody. Then don't, then. I would say. Then don't be concerned with it. Like, that's I, my, like. <laughs> but, I would, but I would say to you, like, there is a community. If you're a community bank, you're supposed to engage with the community, right? Like, that's the basis of it. There's a community that you're just not engaging with. Look at every newspaper in a small community. The people, are, the people. I sound like some politician, but people are getting their news from Facebook and from Instagram. And, some, where, and sometimes it's not even real. Where they're, it's not even real. And it's reposted or, yeah. or someone says something. That's what, like we had a, there was a awful news, a, a family uh, in this community got hit by a train over the holidays. I never read about it in the newspaper, saw it on the news. I, I saw it about it on Facebook and read about it on Facebook. And my point is, that was news. They were prominent, mm. whatever. And it was faster than... And it was faster than like, oh, I've got it. Because they've got to report it. And people were just like, did you hear what happened? Blah, blah, blah. And you're like... I will say this. High tendency for inaccuracy. Very high tendency for inaccuracy. But... At least you did. That's the world we live in now. So be accurate, but be frequent. Well, there is a thing I'd want to throw in because I know we got wrapped because we both have to be in the same meeting that we probably should be joining right now. You're talking about how bad it is and how hokey it is. And, and we're saying just something like, go, well, two things I want to say. One is don't put out the dumb thing that we've railed on before, the dumb job description. Like, I want you to be a videographer and know Photoshop and InDesign and After Effects and be a motion uh, artist and a cartoonist and a... I think part of that, though, is salary justification to get a job in your bank. Because yeah. someone's like, we can't just hire for social media. That's like one post a day. We need them to do 65 things. Oh, okay. Well, to get $40,000 a year, you got to be able to do all this stuff. And you're like, none of it makes sense. The, the problem is most of those salaries are not even that. So here's the other one. And those jobs aren't that either. Yeah. So it's easy to deal. say, go hire somebody. You're like, oh, well, I don't, I don't know how to run it or whatever. If only there were a if only there were templates out there for social media, and you're like, well, where are they? Everybody else's posts. Like, look at who's good and emulate them. Yeah, you want to do carousels on LinkedIn, or do you want to do reels, or do you want to, you know, like, it's Again, not hard it, to figure it out. It's like this rocket science, like, let me take this secret course and blah, blah, blah. Let me teach you the secrets of it. Like, there are no secrets in social media. It's all public. Yeah. It's, you see the engagement rates. Like, I don't know what bank ads perform better than others on television. But you can sure as heck tell who clicks through on a social media site or and who it's looks at it. it's not all banks. It's look at others that are yeah. they're doing it well. So Anywho. I guess that's the advice for today is go hire a social.
social person. Yep. Check out your budget, hire social. I still think social is the most underrated means of getting attention for your bank out there because you can track it and do what you need to do with it. So that being said, thank you for listening in to... You had a Michael Jordan example. Is that because it's 2023 and his number was 23? Always. It's all, it's all, all Jordan. All circular. So anyway, have a good one. We'll be back soon. and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mabus Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.